That's kind of hard to believe, but it was over 20 years ago that Mr. Taubman walked in here on CEO Spotlight and talked about the opening of the shops at Willow Bend. I think I can't remember if it was Al Taubman or Bill Taubman, but the shops at Willow Bend, you know, were destined for tremendous success. Neiman Marcus and Lorton Taylor and Saks Fifth Avenue. And it didn't work out. And then they got new ownership, Starwood, and then they lost it to the lenders. But there's a group that just bought it here a couple of months ago that really knows what to do with it. I think Centennial, based here in Dallas with Steve Levin. And they're bright enough to bring in as investors uh, Bill Cauley and Cauley Partners. Bill Cauley joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Happy to be here. Excited to talk about it. So you know, I mean, you know the area, but you also know that strip. That you know the 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 Dallas North Parkway and the Tollway, and well, I don't know how how could you fail, you know, along that strip. I, I'm with you. You know, like I used to live in Plano. I lived in Plano when when our kids were young, and I was customer a big customer of Willow Bend. And the one thing I would say about it, the location is unbelievable. The you know the the mix of stores was great, but I, I just and think the demographics. So- I mean, the people that live around, yeah. they all have money. It's phenomenal. Right. And, but I think it's too big. I think, you know, one of the things that really won Steve Levin at Centennial was kind of the lead. And then he called me cause it's going to be a mixed use component. We're going to convert it from just mall to multifamily office and several other uses. And again, we have to go through the city to get their approval to do the changes we want. But I mean, it's just a fabulous piece of property with great, um, upside. I just think today <clears throat> the size of the mall is too big. So our, our plan is, is to ultimately tear a portion of it down and have more outside, inside walkable, more food, food options, more restaurants, and <clears throat> just m- m- make it more of a sense of a place instead of a place to go shop, a place where people live and congregate and want to be. You know, I've had a lot of people tell me that malls are dead. Nobody wants malls anymore. Nobody's building new malls. But they don't live in Dallas, Texas. I mean, they don't live in where it's 105 degrees right. you know, in, in, in the summertime and, and can be 15 degrees in the wintertime. I mean, sometimes, sometimes it's nice to have shelter. Uh, well, I agree. But, but if you take this location, you take Neiman Marcus, you take the retailers that are there, you know, the last owner spent quite a bit of money on a, um, I don't want to call it a food court, but a, a restaurant pod or area for, for restaurants and then kind of ran out of money that, that what they did there, they did really well. And so we're going to go ahead and lean into finishing that, you know, and Steve is the consummate retail guy. And what we bring to it is the multifamily and the office piece. And if you go look at, there's never been a more successful development in North Texas than Legacy West. Legacy West is the only walkable office location in in the city of Plano. And um, what I saw here when Steve talked to me was an incredible opportunity to have walkable office environment in a phenomenal location. And so what I think is it creates great opportunity to bring office and multifamily, reduce the size of the mall a little bit where it's, just a walkable sense of place. It's an environment more than a shopping center. So what you have enough space there to do that? What do you do? You take some of the parking, parking. Well, I think what we do is you keep the parking, but you kind of make the mall half the size it is. 
and then you take where you tear down. Like if you went from Neiman's to Dillard's, heading you're heading east from the center to east towards the tollway. Our plan is to kind of tear it down, tear that portion of the mall down, and create a, a, a park, an outside walking area, multifamily, those, those kind of things. Well, I would I can guess you, rent, you can get kind of get a read. I, for I'd, it. I'd like to say it because I would guess you're not going to get any pushback from the city. They'd probably love to have, you know, that developed to the tax base and get it back going the way it was. And because I gather it's only about seventy percent full right now. Yeah, it's probably right about there. But I will tell you, since we bought it, we have had so many people call us that have interest because they know now with our new basis and capital that there's things we can do that the previous owners couldn't do. I mean, the previous people were just, you know, basis constrained and capital constrained. So they might have seen and known what they could do to fix it, but they didn't have the money to do so it. So what do you, do you, do you, you, you've got to go find out, find tenants, I would guess, before you, yeah. you're going to begin yeah. construction on, you know, on yeah. office buildings. Um, but, it, but it is sort of a chicken and egg thing. <laughs> do you go out and solicit them now? Well, what I think is we've been overwhelmed by the, Steve's team has been overwhelmed by the retail interest. So really what we're doing is damage control right now, letting everybody know there's new owners and a big plan so that we can keep the ones that are there happy that we want. And then now we're, we have to go to the city and get zoning approval to do what we want to do. And if, you know, um, listen, the city of Plano is very progressive. They've probably had more relocations to the city of Plano in the last cycle. So I think that, you know, my hope is that the city will embrace what we're trying to do because they know how important this development is to the city. I mean, it's, it's Maine and Maine. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand completely. So tell me about the environment right now. We've got interest rates are headed higher. We don't know exactly how much higher, but, but clearly they're finally coming, you know, bouncing off, off the bottom. We've seen some inflation, some of that's abating, but construction costs going up, labor shortages. Tell me about the environment right now. It, it's tough. I mean, you're in an environment where increasing interest rates, so I think cap rates have to go up, right? So that means values are going down. You've got increasing costs. So if you're developing today, you're in an environment where your costs are going up, but you really don't know what your value is going to be when you're completed, right? So like we are, um, yeah, and you just can't keep passing all these increases on and increase rent. I think at some point there's going to be a gag point. So it's, it's a, it's pretty dicey. Like I, I think the people that have started construction or developments now, their f theory was lock in lower interest rates. Cause I think interest rates are going to keep going up. I bet you it's 75 basis points on the next raise. But I also think they're going to raise them until they kind of stop this inflation. And then we'll kind of give us, we'll start reducing them again to kind of get the economy going again, but manage it. That's just my view. That's what I think. And so like, I'm at a point where let's, if there's an opportunity to do something, um, I'm going to lean into it, but I'm going to be very careful. So tell me about uh, North Texas, Texas, Dallas, you know, Plano, that area. The bloom has been on for so long. We're so attractive to everybody. We've had all of this in migration and tremendous growth. 
and the projection is soon we pass Chicago and become the third yeah. largest metropolitan area in the country. But at some point, I mean, there's a cycle to all of it. At some point, it slows down. Are there any signs of that? Do you know when that happens? Uh, you know, it, I, it's slowing. It has to. I just think everything that's happening is going to put some pause into this market. Now, so like you've got a lot of tenants. Like I will tell you, our leasing activity in our existing office buildings, unbelievably active. So you've got tenants that are making decisions and that are planning on using office buildings. Now you've got some that are reducing in size. So maybe if it, they were 50,000 feet, they're going to take 40. So if you take a look at that in, in a typical market, if everybody reduces by 20%, that's a, that's a mess, right? That can be a real problem. But you do have some companies that are growing. But the, I think the thing that saves Dallas and North Texas is the in-migration of people coming here, I think, is going to pick up some of that lag. But, but I still think the next 18 to 24 months are going to be it's a time to be cautious. And, I, you know, it, I'm so grateful to be in Dallas, but I, I think, you know, any prudent person is just going to be careful now. You know, the other thing as a developer, you're beholden to infrastructure. I mean, obviously, you've benefited tremendously by, you know, the development of the North Texas, you know, Tollway Association. And yeah. The build out there, the maintenance. But again, that's the other thing that can get away from us. If, if, if infrastructure, if cities, if, if water and sewer and maintenance, you know, don't keep up. And, and that is, to some degree, a concern to some communities, I would think. You know, one of the things that I notice about driving around Dallas is there's so many roads under construction in Dallas. I mean, and again, I don't know if you could possibly stay ahead of the immigration that's been happening. Um, but I do kind of feel like we're farther ahead than most cities on infrastructure. Because, I mean, if you go look, I mean, everywhere I, I get kind of tired of being in a construction zone while I'm driving, right? <laughs> yes. But, but I, I mean, I think it's something that has to be done. Like, like the tollway, the tollway's got nowhere to go, right? It's he, What did they widen it? Was it 10 years ago, 20 years ago? I don't know. It seems time goes so fast, but I mean, I don't think they can do much more with it unless they deck it. But, but I agree with you. I think, um, Listen, I'm a developer, so I like growth and I like activity. And our whole culture in North Texas is to embrace growth and people coming to the city. And I don't think that's going to stop, but I do think it's going to slow down. All right. I got to ask you one last thing. We're out of time, but but I'm, I'm curious, too. There, there was a theater that was under construction pre-pandemic yeah. at, uh, at the shops at Willowbound. I think Sinopolis was going to put it in. Yes. And, and I think the shell is still there. Are you all going to finish it? We're, you need a we're close to we're close to releasing that space to another operator. Steve's working on that. It's, I can't say who it is yet because it's not done. But we're like two points on the lease away from having that done. All right. Well, we're going to see. People want to be there. It, they want to be there. It's a fabulous place. We're just going to make it better. Yeah, right now we just want air conditioning more than anything. <laughs> I'm with you. Bill Colley's chairman and CEO of Colley Partners, talking about uh, the shops at Willow Bend today. Thanks a lot for the time. We Thanks. appreciate it. Thanks Thank for you. having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for more of our conversation. Go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.